All right. Hey, Just Live family. We are back with another episode, Just Live podcast, Real Talk with DNB. I'm Drea. And I'm Bianca. Welcome, guys. Hey. So we have a little guest here. <laughs> a little guest here. It goes by BD, Baby Dad. Mm. Oh, wow. <laughs> I see what we're doing here. All right. Well, he's my baby dad, my baby's daddy, Jerron, real the bomb. Hi, hi everyone. <laughs> Don't do that, please. Don't do that. Jerron, the artist? No, just Jerron. <laughs> no real the bomb? No, no real the bomb. No BD? No. BBD yet? No. All right, cool, cool. So we just, have a great episode that we're going to have today. I'm basically going to be interviewing... Drea and Jerron. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so. But tell them why, though. We're going to be discussing divorce and co-parenting. Mm-hmm. So, fun topic. Mm-hmm. You ready? It's been fun. How Wait, how long has it been? No, Since like, the divorce? Like, yeah. Like three years, four years. No, two. I was never good three with Three years, four years. Right. It's been two. So... We'll give you guys a little bit of backdrop. Um, Jerron and I were together for 12 years, married for almost. It I was almost going to be 10. No, no, no. I think almost nine. I felt like it was almost 10, and we definitely could have held out another year just to tell people. But Excuse it's me. All right. yeah. I'm just saying. I'm sorry. Like it was almost 10. We Like that could have been dope, but instead we stopped at nine. But yeah. Yes. Um, it was an odd number for you. Yeah, like we could have went. We we definitely could have went the whole ten. Like we didn't even have to do it like that. Okay, oh, if you sure. say so. so yeah, yeah. It's, we, 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 we was we was together for eleven, and we was married for nine and like a half. Like no, no, like it was that. twelve. I, I've never been good with dates, but yeah, that's a long time. It was Nonetheless, a long time. that's a long time. So we're gonna get into it. We're gonna get all the tea today. Get into we're gonna it. get into it. So first question. When you guys decided to divorce, what were some of the things you were worried about? And whoever can answer first. Jerry, you want to go first? <laughs> I think the you, first... Were you worried? Or were you just happy? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say... Ask Jerry um, what she was worried about. I wasn't... That's comedy. ...really worried. <laughs> I wasn't... Let me drink my tea. <laughs> I wasn't really worried about anything. Um, I knew the kids would be fine. <laughs> I love you, Jerron. I knew the kids yeah, would whatever. be fine. I knew we would be fine. So there wasn't too much that I was worried about. I did think about kind of how the kids were going to process it and what it was going to look like. But I wasn't I wasn't worried, so to speak, because I knew it needed, it needed to happen. Okay. So... Do you guys want to talk a little? We don't have to dive all the way into it, um, mm-hmm. but do you guys want to talk about a little bit before Jerron answers why you felt it needed to happen? Well, from my perspective, we got married very, very young. Jerron was already 23. I was <clears throat> probably a month away from being 23. Um, we didn't really 
we didn't really like each other at first. I've heard that before. You guys are funny. Um, <laughs> Legit, we didn't. Really? No. We just, Y'all couldn't stand each other? We didn't really it's like... No, I couldn't stand her. I was like, who is this person? I don't Why? I, I, I want to marry so this girl. I was, in, I was in a stage of like... I was... I was party Drea. I was kind of coming. I'm not really coming out of that, but I was just my regular self and I wasn't his type. He was not my type. Um, Do you want me to enter or you want me to just wait for you? Go ahead. All right. Um, She was pretty, but she just wasn't my type. She was pretty. Am I still pretty? How was I? (laughs) How was I though? How was I though? What do you mean? I mean, was I like, was I handsome to you? Like, what was I? I thought you were cute. Oh, nice. But you just weren't my type. Gotcha. Okay. Like you weren't. She thought you was cute, though. That's nice, right? That's dope. You just weren't my type. Okay. All right, so you were party Drea, because I didn't answer my part just yet. Yeah, I was about to say, so Jamal, what what were you worried about? Yeah, so I was just my regular, you know, I was my regular self, and Jerome was like a homebody. I was always out. I'm still that way. I'm an extrovert. Like, I love to be out. I love to be very, very social. So we were, like, really two different people. Um, And then just kind of being told that this is what it is, I wasn't, I didn't know any better to, like, go to God for myself and say, like, okay, is this the person that I should marry? Did you actually say that? I just took took the word that was given to me from the person and I, I didn't, like I said, I didn't know any better to like go to God for myself and say like, is this the person that I should marry? So it sounds like, you know, being young and trying to figure things out, that was a barrier to it all. Okay. So, Jerron. I was just worried about the kids when we were getting back to the divorce question. I was just worried about the kids. Um, I didn't know if there would be any complications with seeing them. Um, you thought I would keep them kids from you? No, nah, it wasn't. I mean, I didn't know what to think. I didn't know you wanted a divorce. I would. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I didn't know you wanted a divorce. I just thought I was moving, and we were just taking space. And one day, I looked at this balloon that Joy made for like. Um, she had wrote our number down, and she was like, "This is the house number. This is my mommy's number. This is my daddy's number." And I just started crying. I was like, "Yo, how is this gonna work? This is gonna break her heart." And it started to break my heart. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just right. felt bad. And again, I didn't know we. I, I just thought we were taking space. So well, initially, um, and to also give. So that's some, what I was worried about. Right. Some yeah. background information. Um, we, I want to say, once we hit twenty twenty, <coughs> around maybe like March, stuff like the marriage was. It was getting rough. Mm. Um, you have. This was years in the making, though. Oh, yeah, I definitely. Know, oh, I didn't for know, sure. I didn't know, though. For sure. I was, like, oblivious, like, legit. He was. I didn't know. There so was, you guys have that hindsight now from before. It was a lot of things that weren't the way they should have been in our marriage. Um, so it was years in the making. But then by we hit 2020, and I want to say about, like, March, it just got really, really rough. Um, we weren't agreeing on a lot. <clears throat> Um, we weren't, there was time we would go not really talking a whole lot. Um, 
So I'm going to add something in here. So I, I want to say that, and we'll definitely dive more into it um, as we progress with the interview, but you guys are great parents. The co-parenting, you. you. you're welcome. The co-parenting that you guys have, the relationship that you have, I brag about it because it's like none other. Usually when people divorce, it's nasty. Mm, I've heard that like, about it's a lot of people. disgusting. Yeah. Like, can't get along, can't agree. And I'm not saying that you guys are perfect. You know, things probably have came up, mm -hmm. but you guys really do your best and it, it looks good. Like, it fits you guys. Thank you. But... What you just said about you guys not talking and stuff. So I used to be around you guys. <laughs> you were. You were. Yes. A lot. Yes. And I'm just like, I can't tell. But even with you, like on a personal level, when you were going through things, I couldn't tell you was really going through nothing because you wouldn't yeah. show it. Never. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I'm at the house. We all chilling, talking, key, key, laughing right, up, right. whatever. I'm not thinking anything is going on with y'all. And then when we had the conversation, yeah, this is what, and I'm like, what? <laughs> huh? First of all, I said the word divorce to her. She was like, don't say that word to me. <laughs> like, why not? She's, no, Dre, you're, you're not serious. No, you're not about to do this. I was like, no. You guys are sweetie. like, they've been all I knew, like, yeah. for me being a kid. So it's just like, wait, huh? Mm. What? Sometimes. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't know. Did you ever feel like it was a show? I can't say I felt like it was a show. No. I feel because like we I had think, fun. Yeah. But I do feel like like when people left, I don't know. It was, it was different. Mm. Different. Like. Well, oh, you mean a show in, in that way? Like if we're around somebody. Like when we was around people, we looked like the perfect couple. When we were not, we would have interesting conversations. Not all the time, though. This wasn't like 90% of the time. Yeah. Sometimes we would have difficult conversations. That's why mm. we always tell people, like, you know, it's not all sunshine and rainbows all the time. You mm -hmm. know? So just be aware of that. But Wow. Yeah, sometimes I just, I don't know. That was an interesting, 2020, like 2020, 2019, year. 2018. Those were all interesting times. Very interesting. So. Okay. So the next question, you guys have mentioned the kids. Um, like you weren't too, too worried about it, but you wanted, you basically wanted to make sure the kids weren't like completely affected by it. Mm -hmm. Did you guys feel like you had to stay together for the kids? Like how did they adjust when you guys started making those steps towards it? Did you ever feel like we should stay together for the kids? No. Okay, good. Because neither did I. No. That would like mess her up spiritually and that's not cool. That would mess me up. Oh, you mean up. me? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because, My, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, See how nice we are? I know. Ahead, I love it. it. We wasn't really <laughs> this way when we were married, though. And that's a, there's a backstory to that. But, um, no, nah, when I didn't feel like we should, I felt like she was dying inside. Wow. Like, legit. So you saw that. I just wanted, was able to see yeah, that. And I, I actually, as I'm thinking about it now, I probably haven't thought about it since 2020. I just felt like she was hurting and dying inside. And I felt like she needed to be free. I didn't realize how much she <laughs> needed to be free until I came over one day and she was like, so I've been thinking about divorce. And I'm just like, wait, what? Wow. <laughs> she, was, wow. she had a bright smile on her face. And she's like, I'm also going to go to Miami. Not, and I'm like, not I'm sorry. Smile. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> you seem so happy. But, you know, I wanted her to be happy. I right, just I just wanted right. her to be happy. And she just seemed like she wasn't happy. One day I asked her, like I said, are you happy? And she looked like she was about to cry. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Wow. She's. But even with that, I mm -hmm. love how you 
were able to still be in tune with her and know, because you've known her for so many years, to know that something was off. Well, it took him a while to get there. Yeah. Because I had been, for a long time, showing that I was unhappy. Mm. And I, so after... Well, going through the whole process of the divorce, we had a lot of conversations and he was asking, he came to me one day and was asking me kind of like, what was it? What was it? I'm like, I'm not. Like the breaking point? Yeah. I'm Mm -hmm. like, I'm not about to tell you all that. Not even the breaking point, but what was it throughout the whole through the whole marriage, marriage. Through the whole mm. us being together. What did I do? What yeah. did I do wrong? Please tell me. Yeah. She didn't want to t- talk about it? She, she didn't tell me. Yeah, we'll talk about it. She didn't tell me until after the divorce. Yeah. So I told him, I said, well, I had been showing for a long time that I was unhappy and you never <clears> noticed. I said, so I always looked at you like you were oh. self-centered. Legit. I did not know. So what? So did you so you, so you started Which to... Which one? I think, what was the question? The question was, because I think we're getting... I know, we definitely like, we're gonna just... Be going it's going to go So we're going to be like jumping here and I don't feel like here. she answered, though. So the yeah. original question was, did you guys feel like you had to stay together for the kids? You guys okay, both so, answered yeah, that. So you said no. Yeah. I said no because having girls, I was like, I have to show them... That you don't ever have to stay with somebody just because you have kids. And I did not want my girls to watch me be unhappy for all of their lives. Right. Like, I wanted to show them that, yeah, we we were married, but things can change. And you don't have to stay with someone just for your kid. Like, that's unhealthy. That's right. completely unhealthy. And I just didn't want them to, to see that. Right. I don't have kids, um, but I definitely think that it is more detrimental to the children, child or children, um, because you're both unhappy. How are you servicing them and being there for them at your full capacity when you're not right happy with each other? Right. So it's a disservice to the kids. It's right. a disservice so to us. It's a disservice yeah. to each of us. It's a disservice to people that work, people we interact with, people we're yeah. in store with. It shows. Yeah. Like, it, start, well, it starts at home, right? It starts well, at home, it, right? So here's the thing about me. I don't like to make people uncomfortable. Right. Right? So even if I'm in a bad mood, I do my best to like brush it off if I know I'm going to be right. around people. Right. Nobody wants to be around a person that's in a bad mood, got a nasty attitude. Like, don't nobody want to be around Say that, that again. Right. Say that again. Right. <laughs> so Run that back. Run that back, please. I just, I always Nobody wants that. to be around a nasty, yeah, nasty complaining. Mood. Like, mm. and I wasn't moody. I was just really like he said. I was literally nah. dying inside. She was never. But moody. that was big for me when you said that though, because I'm like, you could tell, even though it took you guys some time to get to that. Well, it took you some time to get to that point of noticing she was unhappy. But those are big words. Not everybody's able to see that. Yeah. Like, yeah. What the dying inside part? Yeah, like yeah. that was like that was oh, my heart. Like you saw that she was suffering. She just like, wasn't and I didn't even pick up on it until twenty twenty. I was like, oh, she does not look happy. Mm-hmm. She doesn't look happy. So Yeah. So when we had the conversation after and he was like, What was it throughout was, the divorce? Like it, what it was, were it was after the divorce, I think, yeah. right? Uh, I don't it, even know it, if it, it was finalized like, yet. As we were, yeah, I think it was. We were going through the process, like we mm-hmm. had filed the paperwork and all that, and he really wanted to know, like, what was it? Do you want to go back to how we filed the paperwork and how quick it took? 
Do you want to go back to that? Whatever you so, guys are comfortable. Yo, yo, Jerron, no, for real. I'm sitting here like, that was the fastest divorce I ever seen. And no. I was like, nah, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say yo, it. Yo, that divorce but he took. It no, up. it was like. That divorce I'm like, took like. That. like so he was like, yeah, I'm doing it. Next thing I know, it's done. Like I got it paid. Was done. Like, let's say I got paid on Friday. Before I got paid Stop. again, bi-weekly, the Stop. divorce was final. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was that fast. So, all right. Like, so we'll go. Like we'll two go, and a half weeks, we was divorced. We'll go back to like a little bit yeah. of the beginning, right? So in June of 2020, or it might have been May, um, I had just, I had enough. I had like hit my breaking point. I was like, I legit cannot do this anymore. So I asked him to move out. You said, I need you to leave. Oh. And I'm like. <laughs> he like, wait a minute now. If you're going to say it, like, yeah, how you said it. I'm like, what? She said, I need you to leave. I'm like, yeah. what is that even? Leave where? And go where? I don't know. I Pack just need a bag. You this was through text messages. So I called her. She didn't answer the phone. I'm like, what do you mean you need me to leave? What do you mean? I just need you to leave. I need you to get out. I'm like. And move, get a, go to a hotel. Like, what do you mean? She said, I don't know. And I don't know where. I just need you to leave. And I was like, what? I had, it was early in the morning. What? I had got the kids ready, like, for the day. Because they were doing, like, you know, the whole at-home stuff. Because it was during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I went out. I took a ride. And I was in my car. And I was, like, crying out to God like you have to do something you have to get me out of this like I cannot stay here I cannot and then I sent him a text I was like I need you to leave like I don't I don't I didn't know where I wanted him to go I just knew I was getting ready to snap like I need you to leave where I don't know I really didn't care where it was just you need to go you need to leave um, and I remember coming back to the house, he was crying, I was crying, and I said to him, I just, I've taken enough, like, I've I've taken enough, like, and I legit, I can't take any more, I can't, I'm not gonna make it, like, so that was, that was that conversation, so in June, that was when you found the apartment. Well, I found the apartment, like, within, like, a couple of days. Mm-hmm. I had moved, I think, in June. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to give like people people some insight though? When you say you couldn't take it, like I don't want them to think I was. Jeron like, never hit me or beat <laughs> right. me. Or, like, right. Like, like I don't want them to think like. Yeah. Thanks for like, inputting that, Jeron. Yeah, thank you. So I think with this episode is very interesting because I think a lot of people want to know what happened, and it's not like we're famous or anything, but you know, a lot of people have seen us together for so many years. Right. So I think it confused right. a lot of people. Um. I mean, we don't put our business out there and this isn't, this is not what this is for. This is really to talk about like how divorce can be and what it can look like after. But I had, I had gone through a lot with his family. I had gone through a lot, um, in the marriage also. And it felt like I was dying. Like I cannot. And and for those that have read the book know exactly what I'm talking about because I go in depth about going through depression, feeling, um, and I mean like severe depression. And I was pregnant with Zoe, um, going through like it was so a much. Lot. It was so much, and I I describe it as 
literally psychological warfare because I, for years I felt like I was going crazy. And I do think that was intentional. I do think that literally like the enemy was trying to drive me crazy. Like, you know how people have nervous breakdowns? Mm -hmm. That's a real thing. I was like on my way there. So dealing with the stuff with his family and then dealing with the stuff in the marriage and then just feeling like my life is like, this isn't, it doesn't even feel like life is worth living. Like this is, so that was, that was what I meant when I said to him, like, I've taken a lot. I feel like I've been beat on for years, not physically, but mentally, like I can't, I can't take any more. Like I can't take any more. So that was that conversation He moved out, and I think he was out for two weeks, and he was out of the house for about two weeks, and it was the most peace I have felt in, like, years. She was so happy. I was going to say, it had to have been years, because you guys were together that whole time. I was like, oh, my God, this is so peaceful. Like She had a glow. Wow. And you even noticed that change. I'm just like, yo, who is this person? Wow. Who is this person? Did you want to mention the spiritually connected part? Or? That's up to you. Okay. She, she didn't feel like we were, like, not spiritually connected, but on a spiritual level, she didn't feel like we were on the same pace, like, on the same page. Mm-hmm. Tell that, me more. That was big. That was the biggest thing. That was, the sh- that was like, man, that was big. Tell you more. Um, do you want to go into Like, if you want to elaborate I some on that? I wasn't really that much into the church as she was. I love her pastor. Really, really good dude. But I just wasn't like like I grew up in church. I think she she grew up in church too. But I just wasn't into the church as much as she was. Um, I wasn't into studying as much as she was. And there were some things that you know I just some things that I had some disagreements with in mm-hmm. regard to religion in general. And mm-hmm. that was an issue for her. And we came to the conclusion that you know we've kind of grown apart. But mm-hmm. that's okay. It, it, it's not like I'm a bad person. It's not like right. It's 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 none of that. It's just we kind of just grew apart, and we said it's okay because people do that, you know. Um, I feel like I'm tripping over my words. Was it no? No, that was explaining it perfect. Yeah, that was pretty much it. I think that was like the straw that broke the camel's back. That was like it Um, broke the heck out of the camel's back. Yeah, (laughs) the camel was crying. Oh wow! (laughs) 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 Camel couldn't breathe, yo. Like oh, what's yeah, oh that was goodness. that was the biggest thing because I huge. I felt yeah. like, she's serious, like yeah for real, for real. yeah everybody so everybody who really really knows me knows I play no games when it comes to my spirituality because right. and I'm like that way because I felt like I was on my way out of here like there's no it's it's not a joke like I'm not over exaggerating my kids were not going to have a mother I would have been somewhere in IOL. Like, you know how people make jokes like a straight... Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. that was about to be Drea. Seriously. No, that mental health stuff be Seriously, serious. yeah. Like, for real. It was deteriorating. I had nothing left. So I legit owe that all to God. God saved my life. I asked God to let me die. Please. Like, that would be... That would feel so much better than living my life. Like, my just life. please, let me die. So... I, I just, I don't play when it comes to my spirituality because I could have been, I could have been like crazy, legit. So. And I had no idea. Right. Yeah. He wasn't privy to a lot of that stuff until about like 2016. 
But um, when we got to the point of talking about spirituality, because we started going to the new church and I was being fed and it was everything that I needed and cat would be late every Sunday. I'm like, yo, can you like get dressed on time? So that would start arguments and issues <laughs> and I was just like this. We're not on the same page spiritually, and I can't. I can't. And that was the greatest factor. Yeah, for you. I okay. wouldn't even say they were arguments, though. Like, would you call them arguments? They were. I think disagreements. Were disagreements. Like we never like raised our voice. Like did. No, like, we didn't like, raise our raise voice, our but you could tell when I was annoyed with you. Oh, like yeah. that's my tone of voice. I'd be like, like, what are you talking about? That's why, like, for me, it was so surprising outside looking in because i'm like why what are you what are y'all doing like what do you mean <laughs> y'all about to get a divorce y'all don't even got no issues like this is me processing in my yeah. mind like what and then i'm like hearing a b c i'm like all right yeah of course spirituality is important i can yeah. definitely see how that plays a factor but it was so much well not bigger than that but there was so much more stuff yeah. that contributed to that so i'm like that wow okay to the spirituality you mean with the whole relationship as a whole, like yeah. and how you guys got to the point where you got, and mm-hmm. you know, I've heard you guys say plenty of times, "I didn't like her, I didn't like him," and mm-hmm. yeah, we didn't whatever. But I just thought it was like, ha ha he, ha ha he, like, <laughs> no, 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 that bro. was that was serious, right? So, but then to hear like the backstory of it, I'm like, oh, I didn't even realize how serious it was until after I read the book. Like, yo, I was really not her type. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm at dance. The kids are in dance. I'm reading the book like, yo, whoa. <laughs> she really, really ain't like me, though. She wasn't just joking. Like, I was not a type. No. I ain't know that. No. I'm glad we're doing this episode, though, so people can get more insight on you guys, but see to, how you are. To be honest, though, this, this episode could be like one, two, three, four parts. Because there's a I lot. Know. There's a lot packed when, in there. When she talked about when she wanted to die. I think that was on more than one occasion, I'm sure. And I don't mean like Monday through Friday. Right. I right. meant like time period, like maybe right. part mm-hmm. of the year. Then it, she'd be fine. And then it would happen again mm-hmm. next year. Then mm-hmm. she'd be fine. Then it would happen twice in like a year. Like, so right. there were plenty of other times. If she elaborated on, pretty sure a lot of the audience would be able to um, to um, identify it with. Right. Yeah. Seriously. That depression is. It's Real. serious. And if you don't say anything about it, yeah. Again, I was oblivious, and that's a whole yeah. other goodness. So but I then, was. Oh, go ahead. I was suffering with depression and anxiety, and I didn't realize until so I knew about the depression, but I didn't realize until after the fact. I was like, oh my god, I had anxiety, constant anxiety, like upset stomach, can't really eat, dry mouth, hand shaking. Like, it was bad. Wow. It was bad. It was bad. So we were talking about, like, how fast the divorce happened. So, like, the the two weeks, I was, like, I was feeling peaceful, and that was my answer. Like, this is, this is, this is, this is my answer. So the kids had gone to bed. Um, we were sitting in the living room. I was laying on the couch. She was sitting in a chair across from me, and I was like, so... She had called me. I, I had had my apartment by mm-hmm. this time. Yeah. And she, oh, you already said that, but she uh-huh. had called me over. I came over. I was like, hey. I wasn't really like... I was like, hey, what's going on? And she was like, hey! And I'm like... <laughs> not cheesing, I was not, not like that. cheesing again. That's the second time you said you was cheesing, Drea. I was not like that. I'm you like, dragging it. You dragging I'm it. I'm like, hi. <laughs> and she just lays on the couch, so... 
Uh-uh. You dragging it. Stop playing with me. Stop with me. I literally watched you on the couch. And I'm just she like, crossed her legs. Dragging it. What the freak you so happy about? What happened? Go the ahead. second time Continue. you was happy, sis. Continue. And that was after you told me. This was after you told me about Miami. Like you first told me about Miami. Oh you, yeah, it was. And then me. you was looking relaxed. Me and you was trying to go somewhere. We was like, we got it. Like we got to go somewhere. I was like, I need to go somewhere. I need to get out of here. We were thinking about Miami or Atlantic City, and we had picked Atlantic City. Oh, that time. Yeah, okay, right, right, right. yeah. So I was like, so I'm gonna take a trip. Like I need to get away. He's like, okay. And I was like. Um, <laughs> he gets on my nerves. How she said it, bro. <laughs> I, th- I told you. <laughs> I don't think about going to Miami. <laughs> Jesus. So I like, Miami is like. I'm just like, well, you seem happy. And I'm glad that you're happy. And then I will go back to the apartment like, hmm, that was difficult. But, Getting that car, man, first of all. <laughs> right. So I said to him, I said, I've um, been thinking about divorce. I said, and I don't remember all my exact words. I just remember saying like. What? She specifically said filing. I've been thinking about filing, and I'm like, Oh, I, that's right. She I said, did. I've been thinking about filing, and when I she did. said that, I'm like, I did. We're not gonna talk about like, this. <laughs> thinking about filing, and I'm like, I know she ain't talking about a job. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, I file. Like, what, are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> thinking about filing, and I'm like, What do you mean? This is what I mean when I say oblivious. Like, what do you mean? And she's like, Well, you know, just filing, and actually. You know, getting it all done and as quick as possible, and I'm like, not as quick as possible. Getting what all done? She's like, well, you know, she. It seems like she didn't want to say the word. She didn't want to say divorce. Because I could see, I could see he was hurting. She's like, well, you know, divorce, and I'm like, (laughs) I'm sorry. uh, Yikes. What? Because at first I was just gonna go to a hotel, like for a week or so, and I thought to myself like. This isn't going to change anything. Because you thought space at first. We ended up having an argument during that time, though. Are you talking about when we were at the park? No, we were at at the table. We were at the kitchen table. Because then, so, okay, I'm going to back up a little bit. After I had asked him to leave and he was figuring out, like, where he was going to go and he was like, I looked at an apartment. I was like, I didn't tell you to get an apartment. Granted, I'm like, I didn't tell him where to go. I really didn't care. I was like, but I didn't say anything about an apartment. Like, that's not what I said. I was like, why don't you just do like a hotel or something? And then he had a problem with that. And then you don't remember we were sitting at the table. Go ahead. I'm I'm trying to follow. I'm trying to remember. So we had tried counseling Mm -hmm. for a hot second. It was like. Was it one or one session. <laughs> one session. We didn't even met. I yeah. went to the second session. He didn't go. Well, but remember, his his schedule was pretty crazy too. Like yes. Twenty twenty. Yeah. You know, yeah. For so sure. He had a lot of. He had a lot of stuff. He had for to sure. Do. So we had tried the counseling, and then he had you had like you basically ain't even really want to do the counseling, and I was like, yeah, you should leave. That's when I was like, okay. Uh, oh yeah. I'm done here. We're done. We're you done. I remember. I did have an attitude. I remember. I remember. And I'm putting my hand down like this. <laughs> I remember this. It's the hand I for me. I remember this. Okay? <sighs> I said, because you wanted me to do counseling with your pastor. And she said, okay, you need to leave. I'm like, wait, what? She said, my pastor. I said, because So you why know are what? You I so don't. Because you know what? I, said, I don't your even. Pastor. I don't. Because you don't realize how you said it. It was kind of like. It was like. I think at that, that point, like, like, I started to, s- I'm like, 
I think at that point I started to see that we really were like in two different places. So I had like at this church, I'm like, oh, this is where I belong. Like, this is home. This is it. He was not feeling that way. And I'm like, okay, if I'm feeling like this is home and you're not, then we're really not on the same page. So you said it like, that ain't my pastor. I said that ain't my pastor. No, I said you said it like that. Like it came off like that. Yeah, you was like, your pastor. I was like, my pastor. I was like, oh, you do right, need to right, go. Listen, 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 listen. I did not say your pastor like that. I was literally trying to walk on eggshells because I knew that you weren't happy because this was yeah. after. And I was like, well, you know, you you were talking to me about your pastor. And you was like, okay, yeah, you need to leave. And I'm like, <laughs> like we literally it went. Just, it was we some went, sensitivity we there. It was. About, we it was some talking, sensitivity We went from there. talking about getting a hotel and her saying, yeah, you need to leave. Yeah. And I knew she was really, really, really serious when I was about <laughs> to sign the contract. And I was like, I don't know if I should like put it apart. But I was mm-hmm. like, I don't know if I should do this. And she was like. Have you spoke to anybody about it? And I was like, <laughs> no. She was like, well, that helps me. But, you know, talking it out, that'll help. And I'm like, I'm oh, literally yeah. about to sign and say, look, I'm literally about to sign for like a lease that says I'm about to be going for a year. Like, I don't know if I should do this. Should I just get a hotel? And she was like, talk to talk to someone about it. Like, you need to get it out. That'll help. <laughs> All right. Bye. And I'm like, like she didn't even Chow, say. I was done. She didn't even say like, yeah. I, I was mean, over yeah, you, it. I mean, yeah. Try a hotel. She didn't even say that. She was at the point where I was like, and even when I got the apartment, I still didn't feel like we was getting divorced. Yeah, he did Aww. it. He did it. I, I literally thought I was taking space for a year. It's like going through a death. I've heard. So yeah. going through those, so the stages of grief. It's mm-hmm. like the same thing for mm-hmm. so I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> the same thing for marriage. Yeah. So wow. I get that. So you was in disbelief. Yeah, for sure. Disbelief, wow. This disbelief, anger. And when I got yeah. the apartment, she's like, I really, really want you to be happy. I want you to because you never got to live by yourself. You never mm-hmm. got to experience this. And I'm just like one thing I will why say are you talking to me like this? I want you to enjoy <laughs> this. Tells me she wants a divorce Aww. and tells me she wants me to enjoy this. So that this. was confirming it for you. I'm like, like you what? said you. What, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say one thing. I will say about Drea, and obviously you guys, you know this because you guys are friends now. But uh, well, you've always been friends, but you know your friends' friends now. Drea has always wanted you to be happy, and this mm-hmm. is anybody. Drea is just that type of person. Wanted you to be happy. Wanted the best. For, I know the whatever in the moment. <laughs> he was like, yeah, he hey, wasn't you can go somewhere moment. with all of that. <laughs> but, but yeah, like she genuinely wanted happy, not just for herself, but for you as well. I don't know this, Dre. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, so, so he was in the apartment and then we filed. Um, we filed in June, and I think they were going so fast. Girl, it was the fastest thing I've seen. Because it was the pandemic, so right. we didn't have to go to court. We didn't have to right. Go to that. In June. Like, yeah. We filed in June. We, we filed the paperwork, June. and the packet was like this thick. Mm. Sign off, sign off. When I say I went home and I went through that packet, like paper by paper. All right, Drea. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I'm serious. I went through it paper by paper. Right. Like, I'm doing it. I'm doing right. it. I got it done within like a couple days. Mm-hmm. How long did it take you to do? I, I just know. gave it to him. Sign here. Yep. Sign oh, so here. you did it together. Okay. Because usually here. you drop I some legit. divorce papers off. It's, it could be a year. Nah, yeah. For the person's. I think that's if you get served, though. Like no, like in. people taking their time. Like I'm not signing that. Like refusing. Yeah. So that there are people hard. that do that. I knew that she wanted. I knew that. I knew that her happiness was with you know being free. So I said, right. okay, 
if it's going to make you happy. You hear that, men? Don't so, be holding your ladies' hat no, for hostage. Real, for real. Same thing for, for women, too. Yeah. Like, if somebody's asking for it, let them go. Right, and right. And we paid for half. Like, that was crazy. Huh? We paid for half. Like, it was a certain amount, and I was like, okay. Yeah. Wow. You take half, I'll take the other half. Yeah. Like, that's how... I've heard of divorces dragging on. Because people will drag it. We were making jokes, like, when we were doing it. And I was like, yo, see, you got to do this. And she was like, yo, this is why we here. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what else made it it easy? Is because we agreed on everything. Mm -hmm. So I I said to him, you can keep the house. I said, I don't want the house. I honestly don't want to live here anymore. You keep the house. Um, we didn't have any bank accounts together. That made it easy. So the only thing we had to really deal with was the house. Mm-hmm. We were fine with the custody. We was like, custody is 50-50. Um, I don't want to keep the kids all the time anyway. Mm-hmm. So no, we're going to do 50-50. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was... It made the transition It quick. was quick. So right. we signed everything, sent it off. It got sent a couple back. A couple back it got sent back a couple times where we had to fix some things. Um, sent it off, and I think <laughs> within a week it was finalized. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know what it, if it all was I know. Dre was like, "Yeah, went to court, or went somewhere. I don't know the court to pick it up, then yeah. to drop it off. Oh, it's done. I, oh, it is." <laughs> <laughs> I okay. couldn't even say the word to her. She was like, "Don't say that word." No, to it, for she was a like the while, D word. I was like, yeah, I was calling it the D word. I was like, no. Can we talk about what happened after we mm-hmm. left the courthouse that day? Which you don't day? even remember, huh? The, the final day. Which I did. We were walking by this. No, nah, we ain't do nothing. We, we was walking by this <laughs> old man with this older guy. He's sitting down. We're like, well, that's like, this is after we filed. Like, we didn't have to go back. Mm-hmm. So he was sitting down and he was like, very nice couple. Oh, very yeah. nice couple. And oh. we're like, and we just looked at him like, mm, thank um, you. Right. <laughs> Sir, if you only know. Thank you. Appreciate it, man. Yeah. Have a wow. good day. Have a good one. Yeah. yeah. So that was how that whole process went. Okay. I'm pretty sure there's stuff we left out. But I'm pretty sure it, You guys have a definitely a long story. Yeah. To go back to the original question. question right? um, <laughs> <laughs> so you answered the question about not deciding not to do it for the kids. How did they adjust? What was it like for them in the beginning stages? How it is oh, now? God. It was rough in the beginning. Um, the day we had to tell them, I remember going to the store. I bought like three tubs of ice cream, a bunch of cookie dough, cupcakes. I was trying to soften the blow as much as possible. Um, Zoe didn't really understand what we were saying, but Joy and everybody knows how smart Joy is. Joy was crying. Tears instantly. Wow. Like uncontrollably and was asking these questions that we didn't expect her to ask. But she was like, I just don't understand. She said, I don't understand why you have to be unmarried. She didn't know right. the word divorce. She said dismarried too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Why you have to be dismarried? She's like, I don't understand. Um, so it took a long time to. It was a lot of repeating things, and we kind of came up with the narrative together of how we were going to explain it to the kids. Obviously, we have young children, so we're not going to tell them. Man, Daddy did this, 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 and this, and right. this. So we right. just said, like, one of the things we said to them was, "Well, we're better as friends." We're not so good together when we're married. So 
were better as friends. We made sure we said like it was nothing you guys did. Um, but Joy had a lot of questions. And then that summer, the rest of the summer, Zoe was still um, in pre-K. Now, because Zoe didn't really understand like the words, but it's like internally she understood. Right. Yeah. I mean, no, she had episodes. We were getting so her behaviors. Yeah, we were getting calls almost every day. Like you need to come pick up your child. She yep. is crying uncontrollably, screaming. And I remember they called me, and I'm like, "Who is that screaming in the background?" They were like, "Miss Davis, that's your daughter, screaming uncontrollably." And I remember just going to pick her up, and I just scooped her up, and she just was like, <laughs> "Oh, that poor baby." <laughs> and so she couldn't find the words. But she knew, like, daddy isn't living in the house anymore. Like, we're not with mommy and daddy together anymore. I'm with daddy on certain days. I'm with mommy on certain days. So her behavior, like, and it was heartbreaking. It was heartbreaking. And before before we got divorced, when I moved out, we told them that we basically. Oh, it's a studio. Yeah, we basically told them, like, hey, daddy's getting a studio because, you know, he works a lot. So instead of recording his music downstairs. He's going to get a studio and it's going to be like an apartment, but he's also going to live there. Mm-hmm. But that's how we told them. I was, excuse me. That's how we told them I was moving out. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So, gotcha. So we didn't just say, OK, daddy's moving. We had yeah. Right. So we basically made it fun for them. Like, so we're going to have two places to live now. Mm-hmm. Right. They're like, oh, my gosh, this is so great. Mm-hmm. And they loved it. They were happy. Yeah, because you had a pool where you were at. Yeah, so pool. that was an extra thing. They're, oh, we get to go swimming yeah, over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There were, places, there were places to walk. They could play outside. So they were happy about it, and when they when you walked into my room, I made it look like like a studio, studio. right? Like, yeah, like okay. The way my looks now, so they're like, "This is so nice, Daddy." So, and that's how. So when we told them we weren't gonna stay together, that was when they were like, "Wow," mm-hmm. you know. So, so they didn't. So they didn't know because I moved out. They knew because we told them. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, and we let them know, like, look, we still love each other, just not, you know. We just we just love each other as friends and it's mm-hmm. just not as husband and wife and so yeah. So definitely sound like they struggled in the beginning because sure. you were you guys being together was all they knew their whole lives. Yeah. So having to live, okay, let's go mom's house today, dad's mm-hmm. house today. So how are they now with the adjustment? How have they progressed over time? I think every once in a while they still have some issues. It gets frustrating to them. Um Because I think, and I think it becomes frustrating to me first, and then it becomes frustrating to them secondly. But sometimes they'll say, like, and we always give our kids the space to say whatever they're feeling. So they're like, I don't like going between two houses. So sometimes I'll be like, "Uh, where's your water bottle? Or where's your book for library? You have library for school tomorrow. Oh, I left it at dad's. So then me, I'm like, you got to remember this stuff. Like, you got to be responsible. and You got to remember this stuff. I don't like living in two houses. So then I have to mm. take a step back. Like, this is still an adjustment for them. So it gets frustrating for them sometimes. And because Joy is older and because she understands more, Zoe understands it completely now. But Joy will say sometimes, I still don't understand yeah. why you guys can't be together anymore. But I also attribute that to... They never saw anything wrong. 
They never saw us fighting, never saw us arguing, never, they saw us disagree, but they didn't see anything unhealthy. So that created even more confusion for them. They're yeah. like, wait a minute, I don't understand. Yeah. Like normally a kid could see like their parents fighting and understand. Joy is still sometimes today, like I don't, yep. I just don't understand. And that was the plus for me with you guys. Um, so obviously your kids too mm-hmm. didn't see anything unhealthy, but even outsiders looking in um, and, you know, having like a certain view of you guys, you did not display that there was an issue. Mm-hmm. So there's definitely to me, you know, a plus with that. Yeah. So they're still, they're still adjusting. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I think, yeah, that was, you pretty much summed it up. Um, <laughs> Just as recent as, and she asked me, maybe about a week and a half ago, she had said, like, I just don't understand why we keep, <laughs> why we mm-hmm. live in separate houses. Mm-hmm. But we were, we weren't talking about anything major, though, but she brought it up. Mm-hmm. And when she said it, I was like, wow. Yeah. In two years, and she still thinks about it, so. Right, yeah. It's and that's. an adjustment, but we just try to be as amicable as possible. Again, we weren't jerks when <coughs> we were married. Right. Was I? <laughs> yeah, it's funny. <laughs> I'm about to drink my tea. Yeah, like, like, like we weren't jerks when we were married, for the most part. <clears throat> you know, but you guys are not bad people. Like, you know so what? I always, I always <laughs> say that. So because there's been a lot of people that have asked me, like, is it okay if I ask you what happened? I'm like, yeah, sure. Um, and I always, the first thing I always say is, Jaron is not a bad person. I appreciate that. Yeah, like I want people to know that. I said, Ron is not a bad person. Like, he's not. We were just not meant to be together. And that's okay. Right. Like, that's okay to figure that out. Right. I'm sorry. I wouldn't even say we weren't meant to be together. I think it was more like our season was over. Hmm. Because we did learn and we did grow a lot. I learned a lot from the marriage and especially after the divorce. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't think I would be here had I not gone through the marriage and divorce and realize, and this is a whole nother segment and realize everything that I was basically covering up the, for the whole marriage, not realizing that I had so many things that I needed to heal from before I decided to get married, get married to somebody. And I would have never known that mm-hmm. um, with the absence of marriage. Like, yeah. Right. Seriously. Yeah. I'm, so I would say the season was over. I wouldn't even say we weren't meant to be because you know, two beautiful kids and yeah. Mm-hmm. So I want to pinpoint what you just said, Jaron. Um, so I think it's important, you know, to get a male's point of view as well, just thinking about, like, mental health. So mm-hmm. Drea was not the only one dealing with things during the marriage. Like, you've experienced things as well. And you talked about healing and growing together and different things of that nature. And a lot of men are not in tune with themselves and not even just men, women as well, but just to pinpoint from a man's point of view, it's important. And it's great that you pinpoint it. Like, yeah, I was dealing with stuff. I had stuff going on. I needed to Mm -hmm. heal. Like it's a process. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, During or after, during or after or both? Both overall. Okay. Are you asking me? No, I was making a statement. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to be honest with y'all both. When I felt like I was married, (laughs) when you were when I was married I felt like I had everything mm-hmm. I had a I had a dope job I still have that job but I'm part time because of COVID but mm-hmm. I had a good job you had an like excellent job. job 
great pay. Mm-hmm. I had flexibility. Mm-hmm. And when I had to work, it was okay because I had so much flexibility. Right. Um, I had the house. I got the wife. I got the kid. Then I had another kid. I had a dependable car. I felt like I had everything. We had a dog at one point. Magic. The reason I had wanted her to get the dog, I didn't even pay for it. But the reason I wanted her to get the she said she wanted a dog. And I was like, well, this was like toward the end. This was like maybe. It was. This was May. Really? We got magic in the, in the it was warm out. The reason April I wanted or May. her to get the dog was because I felt like that would help her be happy. Mm-hmm. Like, wow. Legit. That's why I said, okay, get the dog. Please get the dog. <laughs> right. She seems so happy, and that didn't help, Bianca. That Material things won't fill voids. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that when I was married. Mm-hmm. Mm. So imagine losing a job in April right after your birthday, and then right. losing a marriage right after. Right. Mm. Then talking about divorce. Right. 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 Yeah. So all of the stuff that I was using that I was depending on to be happy, I most of it I got taken from me. Wow. So once I got all of that taken from me, that's when I realized there's a lot of stuff inside that I've never dealt with because I was using all of that as a, like I was depending on all of that to make myself happy and to keep myself happy. Mm-hmm. So is that when you, re- so, cause I want to kind of go back to what I was saying earlier about uh, you being in tune with yourself and realizing what you needed to work on throughout the marriage, it sounds like you more so didn't get the revelation until after or mm-hmm. when you were getting to that point. I didn't get the revelation until maybe two or three weeks after. Wow. And wait, so even... After the, after the divorce. Mm-hmm. And it's personal. You don't have to answer it, oh, but... I'll, I'll answer it. Okay. It's, it's crazy. But so, you got, so thinking about you were together for what? 12 years, right? Mm-hmm. At on average 12 years. And being married for however long you were married... You didn't almost ten. Almost ten. You did not realize until after the divorce that individually there were things that you needed to work on. Yes. Wow. Correct. Correct. I was codependent on my job. I was codependent on the marriage. I was mm-hmm. codependent on the house. All of that. Andrea. So once I lost mm-hmm. yeah, the marriage. Like, yeah, once I lost it, I was like, who am I? Mm. who am I without all of these things? And then I started saying like, yo, I'm nothing. Like I'm not anything. And I started talking self-doubt, low self-esteem. It was, it was wow. bad, yo. I cried every day. There was not a day I didn't cry. More. You hear this, man, it's okay to cry. For sure. Times a day. And there's a lot of guys that say, yo, I'm crying. No, I cried. You got to get that stuff out. Mm-hmm. There's stuff, there stuff that's going to kill you inside and eat you alive if you don't get that stuff out. Mm. Maybe you got to play basketball. Basketball. Maybe you got to go run. A lot of people say men aren't emotional. We are emotional. We just express Yeah, I'm more emotional ways. than women. I don't even know if we're more. I think there's a balance. And the, reason <laughs> I, the reason I feel like there's a balance is because, let's say, a female will cry, a male will just get angry. I feel like a male getting angry, taking his frustration out, and stuff like that or getting loud. I feel like that's an expression of being emotional. You're just not using tears. Doesn't mean that we're not emotional. I feel like we're definitely emotional. Oh, I so, know you guys are. But I was boohooing, <laughs> like I was boohooing and I still, you know, I still I still cry sometimes, but it's it's not it's not over the marriage. It's like sometimes I cry tears of joy. Sometimes mm-hmm. I think about like how did I get here? So you feel free too. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It just took longer for his 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 feeling of freedom to come. 
Hmm. From an outside, from the yeah, outside from looking the outside in. Outside looking in, yeah, because mm. I'm still on that journey. I feel right. like mm-hmm. I feel like healing is gonna take the rest of my life, and I'm okay with that. Right. I'm okay with that. It doesn't mean that I don't want to date. It doesn't mean, ladies, that doesn't mean that I don't want to date. <laughs> you I heard it. You heard it here first. He wanted to date. Seriously, though, I, I, I but nah, seriously, that doesn't mean that I don't want to date. That doesn't mean that I'm not ready to move on. Or that's not what that means. It just means that I will constantly be on this journey. Like it's right. The refining story. process. Yeah, refining oh process. Lord, have Look, mercy. Wink. The refining process. <laughs> Insert commercial. Insert right. Right. Like. You're always growing. If, if, if you're not growing, you're dying. You right. Know? So you have to continuously grow. Right. So with this co-parenting stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Because some people may not know what it means to co-parent. Mm-hmm. Um, I've actually seen things with my eyes, and I'm just like... <laughs> <laughs> seen things with my eyes. Like, <laughs> um, y'all lacking. <laughs> There's some stuff you lacking. So with co-parenting... Mm-hmm. What are some things that are that you discuss with co-parenting? How do you go about it? What does co-parenting mean to you guys? You want to take this one? I'm not sure if maybe you understand the question. Like, what is um for us? We do our best to make decisions together. Um, well, one thing I do appreciate about Javon is Javon trusts me as as a mother. Um, so usually I'll make decisions and he'll be like, okay, that's, you know, that's what you want to do. There's sometimes he's like, "Mm, I don't really think so. But, um, we don't like, there's no issues when we're co-parenting. Like we're just, go ahead. One of the things that I've seen you guys do is, um, a schedule. Mm -hmm. So who's having the kids, what day, times Mm -hmm. and all that stuff. So you guys can dig into that as well, but. Yeah. We also keep that flexible, though. For sure. There are times when she needs a break. There's times when I need a break, and we're conscious of that. So That's import- That's an important yeah. piece, too, though. So, the, yeah. So, the piece about that is then you realize, like, you got to parent your kids, like, somewhat by yourself. Because you're not in the house together. Yeah. You're oh, yeah. separate. <laughs> so, you're like... So, it was kind of a shocker to me because... So after the divorce, I went through like this whole euphoric period, like like a guy goes like like when a yeah, guy goes through yeah. the divorce. Yeah, it was like the opposite out, for he's us. At, he's at bars. That he's was happy, me. Then, well, you wasn't at no bar. And then you go down the line. Well, that one time, Drea. No, no that one time we went to the club by <laughs> accident. That was an accident. Um, but yeah, like then the guy like a month later, then he feels bad. Yeah, yeah. That was the opposite. For her. He felt it like oh. as soon as everything started happening, he was feeling it. I was like, come on, let's let's get this over with. Like, let's do this. Like that adrenaline. Yeah. So I was like in La La Land. I was mm-hmm. happy. I was free. I was traveling. I was like, I was having a good time. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, and then it's like I came off my high. And I'm like that adrenaline came. Yeah, down. I'm like, oh, I'm divorced. And it wasn't so I didn't go through like a mourning period or a grieving period. It was more so I did grieve, but it wasn't because it was over. It was because I felt like, oh my god, I felt like I stayed 
through that for so many years and I I I never said it like I never said this is not what I want. So my grieving was kind of like I felt like like I had wasted years of like being unhappy. That was my thing. So that's that's was all kind of settling on me and then to put on top of that now I got to do these kids by myself. Like and not by myself that he's not helping me, but like we don't live together. So like mommy, mommy, mommy. And then when there were girl, with him, dad, dad, dad. It's like, every 15 yeah. seconds I'm hearing <laughs> mommy. So I'm like, okay, I have to do like, you know, the laundry by myself, the folding by myself, the mm. cooking by myself, getting them ready by myself. Like I was like, this is a lot. This is this is like a lot. And anybody who knows my kids knows their energy level is always on. 1000% all the time. So I'm beat down from work, but then I come home and I'm like, I got to have energy for my kids. It was hard. It's mm. still hard some days. And it's not like I'm here. Like, right. I'm my house is my day off. Right. You know? Right. Gotcha. Right. That's how right. we look at it. Like we get days off. We yeah. need those days right. off. And you know what's crazy? Really quick. I just said, no, go ahead. Of like course. Married, married, even people that are married need to understand that days off are okay. Yeah. Get you a babysitter. Yeah. Get you somebody you can trust. Please. Yeah. Get this offer so important. And not just take a vacation with your wife. Yes, take a vacation with your wife, you know, with your husband. But you can take some space also. Mm-hmm. Like, take some space. It's okay to have days off. And I don't mean days off like, you know, days off, go to the club days off. Or, you know, <laughs> By accident. <laughs> right, 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 right. I mean, days off, like, it's okay, you know, even if you're married. Right. So I'm going to pinpoint a couple of things with the co-parenting piece. Um, so number one is being able to identify when each other needs a break. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, giving that to each other, mm-hmm. um, being in tune with each other, being in tune with the kids. Like if the kids, I'm sure, you know, they have their certain days that they're going through something, mm-hmm. being feeling emotional in a particular yep. or whatever, being able to kind of tag team and kind of help yeah. interject where needed. So that's important. Coming up with a schedule of when you guys are going to have them, but also being flexible if something comes up mm-hmm. with the kids or with you guys personally. Yeah. Yeah. So those are important things as well. What really helped the kids initially was the schedule. So when I first, when I moved out of the house, um, I had like this whiteboard calendar Mm -hmm. that I kept up specifically for the girls to help them with knowing, all right, where, where am I going to be which day? Cause I realize it's not, it, it can create anxiety where you're like, am I going with mom today? Am I going with dad today? So I wanted them to be able to look at the calendar and be like, okay, this day I'm with mom, this day I'm with dad. And right. we didn't, we did, we, I think we started like, did we start every other day? I was going to say, give an example of what it looks like for people who may need that type of example of in what be- that looks like. In the beginning, I don't, in the beginning, we didn't even know. We weren't sure what to do. Oh yeah, we would sit. We would sit down with each other. Said, "This is what I can do. This is yeah." And then finally, we said, "I think you brought it up. You said, how about Mondays we do this, Tuesdays we do this, and then they stay with you. They, you know." So we created like the schedule of like two days on, two days off. Yeah, yeah, something like that. So Monday, Tuesday, you would have the girls, Drea. um, So actually, starting at Sunday. So if you start like the beginning of the week on a Sunday, Sunday nights they're with me. Mondays, I have them. 
Then Tuesday morning, I send them off to school. He gets them from school. He, yep. Then they stay with him Tuesday night. He has them Wednesday. I go back after work on Thursday to get them. And then I have them on Friday. And then Saturday, we're kind of, well, right now, because of soccer, yeah. we're kind of all together. Yeah. Um, and then we just repeat. And then if there's something coming up with him for work, he'd be like, hey, can you switch this day? Or if I have something, I'd be like, can you switch this day? So we stay really flexible with each other. Like, and, last, like last week, I had to work. Oh, Lord have mercy. So what I <laughs> and said, I had them all week. So what I mm -hmm. said was, listen, I usually give them, like, I, I told her, I said, look, because I, I, I got the schedule on, like, Thursday, and I was like, okay, check this out. I will pick them up, and I'll keep them Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You don't even have to bring them to church, because I know on Monday I'm going to have to go to Stanford, and I'm going to be there, like, all week. Mm -hmm. So I just kept them for, like, I don't know, three or four or five days straight. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and, you know, I... So, yeah, we try to remain flexible. So. But you were, I cut you off. I'm no, sorry. you're fine. Um, if you got something to say, just say it. It's cool. So I want to speak to that even for our younger. So even if you're, we're talking about divorce and co-parenting, but even for those couples who are not married or have not mm -hmm. been married, and you just need to co-parent in general, right? Yeah. So it could be like a younger couple or whatever, or not couple, but parents. Parents, yeah. So, and even... Older, whatever, because you, you want, you know, dating and wanting to yeah. be out there. Yeah. You know, it's okay. Like, Drea got a Friday. You got the kids Friday. So that means you could do whatever it is you want to do on a Saturday. And Jerron, mm -hmm. you got the kids Saturday, do whatever. Like, you still have the weekend to kind of mm -hmm. maneuver and still be an adult and still yeah. live your life. Yeah. Right. So that's important as well. I, I, you know, I see a lot with, um, you know, parents where it's just like mom has a kid majority of the time and has to maneuver with the child majority of the time. And dad mm -hmm. is kind of just like, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but I love... I've seen that with men too. Right. Yeah. So I love like the schedule that you guys have and how you really try to incorporate it and make it comfortable for not just you, but for the kids as well. Yeah. So that's great. So moving into the next question... Um, in what ways has communication helped you guys to maintain that co-parenting? <laughs> you what? know what really helps maintain us co-parenting? We actually became friends. Mm. That is why we co-parent so well because we, so we always say we never got the opportunity to be friends before we started dating. And that's true. We don't just say it. Like we never No, that was we, we weren't just mm. jumped into dating. Yeah. I didn't even know who she was. Yeah. And then got married. Right. Something like it. Yeah. We didn't we didn't have we we weren't friends. So now that we have like established this friendship, it makes it so much easier. And when I say like a friendship, I'm not talking about like just being like uh what's cordial. the word yeah not cordial no no so y'all like, friends <laughs> like we sit on the phone and talk to each other sometimes like i'll tell him like yo this is what's going on or like you know with me this is kind of what i'm dealing with he'll call me like this is what i'm dealing with like we sit on the phone we talk with each other we talk about dating i was about to say yeah we yeah. do <laughs> yeah it's funny you know i don't have <laughs> He like, all right, let's breeze over that. You know, dealt with, right. you know. Right, right. Whatever. Right. So Next I was, <laughs> yeah, I was open. But even that is super important because right. we have kids. Mm -hmm. And I just don't, I am a firm believer of, and even before, like I got divorced, you don't just be uh, having anybody around, around your kids. I don't play that. I just, I am 
the biggest mama bear you will ever meet. Mm. I do not play when it comes to my kids. So I don't like, you know, just be willy nilly introducing my, my kids to anybody. But there was an instance where I was like, all right, like, you know, I sky, blah, 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 whatever. Um, I'm going to take the kids with me. I let him know beforehand. I wanted him to know, like, are you okay with this? Do you have any objections to it? And he gave me his answer. He was like, all right, it's fine. I trust you as their mother. So it's fine. But that piece is really important. I think a lot of moms and dads sometimes will kind of glaze over that and feel like, well, these are my kids. I don't need to ask him for permission. I do. He's their father. I'm their mom. Mm-hmm. I don't even feel like it's permission. I think it's just respect. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But the the day that the the day that she took the kids, I did come and bang down the door. Just so you know, he's lying. <laughs> <laughs> so it's so it's kind of. I mean, I feel like the last three questions were like all the we same, right? And we covered it to some I degree. Said, well, she was saying like what helps with the communication. Yeah, yeah, because I think you did want to say something, but then you yeah. kind of stopped. Go ahead. Um, the communication wasn't the best when we were married. Mm-hmm. It actually got better after the marriage. Mm-hmm. After the marriage, it got better. Um, hmm. I think that's pretty much it. <laughs> I, I wasn't the best communicator during the marriage. I don't know what. So Drea said that you, friendship piece, becoming like friends, you were good with communicating during the marriage. Well, from your perspective, was I? Um, there were when I say there were a lot of things that I didn't know. Oh, I okay, I see like, what you mean. I see what you mean. I just felt like sometimes, like sometimes, I would think like I just wish I knew certain things. Like there were a time, there was a time you opened up to me in twenty sixteen. Mm-hmm. That was the closest I've I've ever felt with you. The whole 10 years we were married. So <laughs> that was the closest I ever felt with you. And I'm like, so you're telling me that you've been dealing with this for X amount of years and I didn't know for all this time? Mm-hmm. She was really good at hiding it. I didn't know she felt certain ways about certain things and I was just a certain, I, I didn't know. And I felt dumb when she told me. Like I stayed up till like three in the morning just listening to her talk and I'm just like, mm-hmm. I'm just like, babe, I did not know. Like, thank you for telling me. So we got closer and all of that good stuff and. There was an. There were other incidences. I mean, incidences. There were other times. <laughs> instances. <laughs> yeah, there were other times when, like when I had asked her to tell me everything that I did wrong in the marriage, I was also oblivious <clears throat> to that too. But she took it as I was kind of just supposed to know, and I didn't. And I feel like there are a lot of guys out there that just don't know. But I also explained I, to him, though. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. But something I also explained to him was. Um, and I feel like some, a lot of other females are this way. If I say something to you one time or, okay, I'll give you two times and you don't make any movements to (laughs) adjust, I'm not repeating myself. I'm, I'm just not, I'm just not. And that's why I explained to him sometimes I felt like he was self-centered. Like you, I, I said it to you like a, a couple different times. Um, and there was no adjustment, so I'm not going to keep repeating myself. Gotcha. Yeah. And it was the way you would say it, though. 
it was it, it, like you would kind of imply things. And I think after, like, when you told me this, I kind of, when you told me everything after the divorce, I remember telling you, like, I wish you had just treated me like I was dumb. <laughs> he did say that. Like, I wish you yeah. had treated me. And I know a lot of guys go through this. Like, sweetheart, I didn't know. Like, you couldn't have. Like, sometimes I feel like we're literally just dumb. Like, yo, you, re- you look, like, I really feel like you just, in, <laughs> instead of saying, like, oh, that's, that's some nice honey over there. Like, I would definitely put that honey in my tea. Instead of saying, that's a nice honey over there, say, babe, can you go get me the tea? Um, get me the honey for the tea. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or, hey, um, you know, just looking at our finances, you know, I'm just thinking maybe we could adjust this way. Instead of just, I, I would have rather you just said, I don't trust you with our finances. Something Being like more that. direct. Direct. Yeah. Like, I don't trust you with our finances. I don't think this is okay. Yeah. Like, her telling me, I like, get it. <laughs> her telling me, listen, uh, what do you think of the finances? What do you think of this? Oh, so you make this much and this is how much I'm getting? Okay. <laughs> and it was like, a, hmm, okay, well, you know, they kind of need more. And I'm just like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll give you $10, $20. <laughs> well, they kind of need more. All right, throw like 50 in there or something like that. And I'm just like, mm, Jesus. I thought I was doing fine. And then finally she's like, no. no. Basically, I, I wish you had said, look, this is how much I need for these girls. Mm-hmm. This is how much I need. This is how much I need. This is what we're going to have to do. If I had known that, then I would have made it happen. But I literally was dumbfounded, like, oh, yeah, here's an extra 10. Oh, here's an extra 15. Like, I didn't know. And then when I started talking to some of my other friends who had two kids, and they're like, oh, yeah, this, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, that, that, that's about, I that's did about get how to... much I spend on my kids a month. And I'm right. like, yeah. you spend that much on your kids per, per month? And they were like, yeah. I was like. So getting the other perspective. I'm over here giving Dre like these little Nickels. wood chips. <laughs> Not wood chips. <laughs> I'm over here giving her bird seed. And all of my friends that have two kids or even just one kid, they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, sometimes I spend more than that on my kids. And I'm like, are you serious? Like, I Because didn't know. we hit a like- rough patch after, like, so us getting to a place of, like, being friends, we had to, we had to have these hard conversations because I did get to a place after the divorce where now I'm, I'm free. I'm not afraid to be me. I'm not afraid to say what I feel or think. So I had a conversation with him like, yo, you, this is not it. This is not it. We have to make some changes here. I mean, it was definitely some respect. Like you didn't say it like that. Like I'm not mean. Yeah, she didn't say it. I'm like, not rude. Like, I don't want people to think she's right. a monster or anything. Right. I'm. Um. But I. I did kind of like. This is it. Like this is this is what I need from you. Um. And then he he was like. I was like really. <laughs> yeah. I was like really like yeah. So there, there was some healing in that too for him to understand. He got a different perspective of right, kind of like what right, I had really right. some of the stuff that I had really been dealing with during right. marriage. But. Right. I want to talk about a little bit of that too. Oh, go ahead. No, I, I mean we could. Oh, so I have one last question, and then we're gonna move into the talk that talk. But the one last question, and then obviously say whatever it is you need to say. Um, I just was well, not really a question, more of a statement. I want you guys to tell our listeners, our viewers, one each successful tip, like just anything for anybody who is newly divorced, going through a divorce, co-parenting, never been married, whatever. Just one thing that you think it's very important. Hmm. You want me to go first? Yeah. I think the most important thing is communication. 
communication. I think that most, I think that most problems in marriage stem from communication. Mm-hmm. If you have a problem, like okay, let's say you have a problem, a problem in marriage, and it has to do with finances. We'll go back to finances. I think you would look at it as a financial problem. I would say it stemmed from communication. Let's mm-hmm. say you have an issue with, you know, be becoming intimate. Like maybe you guys don't have the same love language and mm-hmm. you think that it's a problem with sex or something like that or right. you're not having it enough. You think sex is the problem. I feel like it stems from communication. Mm-hmm. Me squeezing the toothpaste from the middle and not from the bottom. It's not a toothpaste problem. It's a communication issue. True. Tell me you don't want me to squeeze the toothpaste. Right, know. true. Right. Then if you actually end up, um, if I still squeeze the toothpaste from the middle, then obviously there's some help that I need to get. Because <laughs> if you told me something that you don't appreciate and you don't like and I continue to do it, you've already communicated. Mm-hmm. Therefore, now I you know, should probably examine myself like, okay, maybe I'm a little hard-headed. Maybe I am a jerk. Mm. So, mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> so I like literally when, when I think of any problem in a marriage I literally think of communication because she like the reason we're divorced is because I kind of com- I mean this is the reason we're divorced is because I communicated everything I felt and when I communicated everything I felt she was like oh that's why I feel this way mm-hmm. and then we realized we came to the conclusion that we will be better off as friends mm-hmm. but I communicated and now we're better friends than we were when we were together married. Mm-hmm. And it all happened from communication. I'm not right. saying like, yo, everybody needs to communicate to get a divorce. No, you need to communicate so you can understand where you are mm-hmm. and what you need to do to move forward to become not just better being married, uh, not just better people being married, but just better people in general. Mm-hmm. So right. hopefully that. Um... You can so I agree about the communication, but it's all about um, interpretation as well. Um, I agree because you can say something to someone <laughs> and somebody can just interpret it completely um, the opposite of what you were trying to say. Um, understanding, I would say, understanding, and like everything doesn't have to be a problem. If you guys are not together and you realize you're better separate. Um, Still, everything doesn't have to be an issue. Like if you, if the mom is presenting an issue to the dad of like how can how can we work with this, just try and understand where she's coming from, mm-hmm. or try and understand where he's coming from, right? Um, and do your best to work to work through it. Like yeah. you can still model healthy relationships for your kids being apart. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Talk that talk. (laughs) Talk that talk. So we have talk Talk, that talk talk. every episode where just something that just stands out. Mm -hmm. Um, So what Drea just said, um, you can model healthy relationships for your children, child, children, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, I'm not a mom, so I don't know how it feels to, you know, co-parent or never been divorced or married for that matter so I don't know any of that stuff but just you know my perspective being outside looking in watching you guys as an example watching other people anything I think co-parenting is doable Mm -hmm. Um, I think what we have to try to do is change our lens 
Um, so a lot of what you guys said, like being in tune with each other and yourself. Like, so Dre and I talk about this all the time, knowing yourself, being mm-hmm. in tune with yourself, um, being able to identify self. Like, yeah. what are some things that you need to tweak? What are some things you need to work on? Because if we're not working on ourselves and we're just wherever we are without no self-awareness and then we're interacting and engaging with other people, mm-hmm. it can cause friction. Yeah, because for sure. You over here, they over there. Yeah. And you think like, yeah, this is what it is. You're 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 not trying to change your way of thinking and how you view things and how you said earlier, like your perception and how you perceive. Like mm-hmm. I can say something to you and you take it completely a left right. because right. you feel in some type of way from something that maybe you didn't deal with or it could, something that's triggering you or yep. you very well, you could just be having a bad day, whatever. It could be whatever. Right. Um, But I think those things play a factor in you know, co-parenting and having children and being able to just be on the same page in general. Mm -hmm. And I just think that affects the whole situation if you're just stuck in your ways. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely feel free if you guys want to add anything extra to that. But, yeah. Real the bomb. What about you? I... Yeah. It, I feel like we be beating a dead <laughs> horse every time we say this, but it's legit. Like yourself, it's gonna start with yourself. Fix yourself. I realized, like, I wasn't, I wasn't perfect in the marriage. So there's stuff I had to learn of, like, okay, I know not to do that. Okay, this next go round, because obviously I do want to be married again, um, and that's gonna be it. Okay. <laughs> um. So. You know, like there was stuff I needed to work on. There was stuff I needed to fix. Like fix yourself. And and it's never too late. So even with Jerron, when he said he didn't realize he needed to work on stuff within himself until after it happened. Like mm-hmm. as long as it happens, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I feel like it's okay. Pulling out those That's key really, words. That's a really good point. Healthy. Yeah. Modeling. Yeah. Mental health. Yeah. Like those are important. Yeah. I always think, like, I got two little girls. He can't show them how to be women. He can't teach them how to grow up to be women. I have to do that. Right. And I doggone, like, I'll be damned if my kids are learning how to be a woman um, by what they see on TV. Right, right. I'm just, right, right. So I have to be the best version of myself because I have two little girls watching me and trust me, they watch me. Right. And I want to say this. um, I definitely want to give praise where praise is due. Again, outside looking in, I've known you guys forever. Um, But just Mm -hmm. even viewing you guys and giving my perspective and opinion based off of seeing you guys as parents, um, which is so funny. Because I was like a kid when I met. Right. I mean, y'all not that much older than me, but still. Yeah. Um, it's just funny. But you guys are great parents. Thank you. Like, and I'm not just saying it because we're friends. Like, what I see, like, if I ever, I hope I don't get divorced. I hope I don't have to do yeah. 
go through what you guys went through, even though you guys came out on a positive light from it. Yeah. Um, I hope that if that does happen, like it's similar to what you guys have. It doesn't have to be nasty. Right. It doesn't right. have to be disgusting. And I right. feel like when it's like that, that just shows what's really in the person's oh, yeah. heart. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately. Oh yeah. But I feel like it really just shows what they're dealing with. The battles that they're like them in, that internal stuff. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. Granted. Look at him, AV guy. You can't help yourself. <laughs> I, I know I'm seeing hands like switching the knobs, and he can't help right. himself. I legit have been turning down Channel Three this whole time for <laughs> Bianca, and Channel Three is me. Yeah, I'm like, uh, am I being too loud? No, because it goes one, two, three. So I'm thinking one, two, three. So I've been turning down my mic every time you were louder. Oh, I should have told you that that was the last mic I plugged in. And I just realized that I'm turning down the wrong one. Oh. So sorry about that. No, you're good. But but yeah, so I really like the way you do things with the kids. Jerron, you are a great dad. For sure. Like, yeah. For sure. Like, and I'm not even saying this to be funny. Like, you are a great dad. Like, there was no change. Like, when you guys were going through, like, the divorce and getting mm-hmm. to this point, even to all the way to now, like, you always with your kid. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and it's, not, it's no shade yeah. to the dad to whatever, don't have the arrangements that you guys have. Yeah. But, the respect is there. Mm-hmm. Like, respecting Drea as a mom. Drea's a great mom. Like, you you acknowledge her. Like, you support her. Like, mm-hmm. it's amazing. I love to see it. And you guys are doing a great freaking job. Thank, Thank you. you. And you know what? I think that stems from what you were talking about. Um, when you do a lot of internal work... You said this mic is the last one. When you do a lot of internal work... Um, that's when you're able to have a better relationship and understand others. Like you're, yeah. you're mm-hmm. able to have a better relationship with others and you can understand others more. And I remember, I think about this a lot. You had told me that there was this one person, that there was this one kid that you were working with at your job and they were saying, um, you always hear about love yourself, love yourself. And the kid mm-hmm. was saying, well, how are you supposed to love yourself? Like, what does that even mean? Mm-hmm. And I think that comes from understanding yourself. What do you think? Like, I feel like it, I feel like in order to love yourself, you have to understand who you are. Yeah. Like it starts with understanding first. Yeah. Once you understand, then you can love yourself. Yeah. Cause then you can love others. There are a lot of people that go around saying, I mean, I say it sometimes too. They go around saying, I hate people. I feel like it's detrimental. It is. And the reason it is because you're a person. You're a person. If you hate people, you're somewhat projecting how you feel about yourself. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Not somewhat. Like, you mm-hmm. le- legit are. Yeah. So yeah. when you discover yourself and learn who you are, you have a greater, like you have more love, respect, and understanding for others. You mm-hmm. have more empathy. So when you say I'm a great father, I think it has a lot. I think I became an even better father after the divorce because I learned and understood more about myself. Mm-hmm. When I go like this, I'm talking about my heart. Right, right. I, I, I don't know. I do this a lot. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't know if you want to cut that out. <laughs> I think that part out. I think when you know the value on yourself, you can see the value in other people as Absolutely. well. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's gold. Like this needs to be like in a short. Like people need to <laughs> people need to hear what you just said. That's gold. No, like seriously. Like you I don't know. You could be struggling with something, and we talked about that on on our other episode, projecting your insecurities yeah. onto someone else. 
that's making the situation miserable because yeah. you're struggling with something. Yeah. So now you got to, you dealing with me and now you putting it on me. Now and I got to deal with your, yeah, right. now I got to deal with your right. mess. Now I'm mad yeah. because you mad. And yeah. it's just like, wait, what? And then now with y'all having kids, it's spilling into the children. Now the children are seeing it. Yeah. You know, like I, like I said, I take pride in knowing that when I was around y'all, I couldn't tell. Yeah. anything was going yeah. on and that's a great thing it wasn't I don't think it was a show I don't think it was a facade I think that's just the type of people that you are mm-hmm. and we all need to strive to be that way I think it's also important to remember that I didn't know you said you didn't know neither did I you didn't <laughs> he's like I didn't know either I didn't either and she's really she was really really good at can I say suppressing? Oh, for sure. That's a, yeah. Good with suppressing for those sure. emotions. So when you say you couldn't tell, I couldn't. Other people couldn't. Yeah. I couldn't tell until after the marriage. Like, I will literally, like, go on my computer, go on my phone, and I'll look at pictures of us when we were married. Oh, he constantly does that. And I'm just like, yo, you don't look happy in any of these pictures. He will call I, me. I and, didn't know yeah. during the marriage. Yeah. You don't look happy in any of this. Events. Things we were doing in the ch- nothing. You yeah. never looked happy. Yeah, because wow. I never seen her look. I never seen this Drea. This is a different Drea than when we were married. Yeah. So when wow. you say you know, <laughs> like yeah, I just didn't know until after the fact. And I know you guys are not perfect. You know, yeah. I just really gotta praise because it. you Thank like you. it doesn't spill into the kid. Like you try your best not to like. I never see the kids like sad because y'all sad or yeah. like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like even after I've heard, well, we, I went out one time with you guys after one of um, Joy's games or something like that mm-hmm. out together. Like it's yeah. okay to go out with yeah. your children's mom or your children's dad yeah. to show them like, yeah, we're still family. Yeah. We're not together anymore, but you're still a family. Yeah. I think boundaries are important too. Oh, I'm going to yeah. throw that in there. For, <laughs> Go, yeah, talk that talk for, about that. Oh, yeah. For, yeah. Guys, for guys and boundaries are so important. Um, don't say certain things that will make the person uncomfortable. Mm. Um, don't do certain things. that Like things you do when you're married, if you're not married anymore, don't do them. Right. Mm, the right. Flirting and stuff like that can be confusing, especially like yeah. you both are going through your healing. Yeah. I remember you said like, somebody ooh, asked you. you. Like, oh, yeah. Okay. Like, you told me somebody asked you too, if, wait, wait, um, <laughs> if like the, somebody had asked him, like, if we like, if we had like oh, slept yeah. together like, after. Like, somebody had oh. asked, like, do we like, like, oh, so you, oh, you know, yes, they'll be, you know. And I'm and just he like, was like, nah. no. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, you sure? I'm like, am I sure? Am I if sure? I if, do I know no, if I've I slept never... with Drea after no, we got a divorce? So yeah, that's we were we're not even those type of people. Like, I mean, that'll confuse. It'll confuse yourself. It'll confuse the other person. It'll confuse the kids. The other day, I gave yesterday. I gave yesterday Drea a long hug, and Zoe's like, okay, you guys aren't husbands. Break this up. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and that's what she said. You're not. You guys husbands. are hugging like husbands. Stop Break it. Up. Stop it. Like, it's like, honey, it's just a hug. It's I a love hug. how yeah. you guys are able to be friends, and it just was a beautiful thing. Even, yeah, it was a beautiful thing. Yeah, for me, it was yeah. a beautiful thing because <laughs> we don't want no funny business going on. Yeah, but I yeah, even so said I love to that. him the other day, it's like I thought cool. 
it would be right. nice if right, we um it's also just not cool just be a good person right just be but a good person you know it says a lot <laughs> and i'm not and, it, and we could talk about this for hours and hours and hours but it says a lot unfortunately when because women are disrespectful as well as oh, not just yeah. men. We yeah. can we can be funny creatures. Yeah, but it says a lot when a man doesn't respect his child, children, mother. mother. Yeah, like I cringe because it's like you angry, angry, and it's not even which it could. It don't even gotta be you. It's mm-hmm. it just comes stuff. out and on you. Yeah, the, you know how they say the bitter baby moms. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. You know what yeah. I mean? So it's like we're doing all this projecting, but. Yeah. But the kid essentially is like you're making your child lack because you are just not because you can't get yourself together. Do what you got to do. Yeah. I was telling him the other day, I was like, I think it would be nice if uh, maybe this summer the four of us went on vacation together just to pacify the kids. Right. right. Um, I said to him, I said, I think you could tolerate me, you know, for some (laughs) days straight. I was like, I think I could tolerate you for some. Some days straight, like right, right. I think we could do that. Um, <laughs> what you said? I think you could tolerate me for some days, and then you said I probably can tolerate you. <laughs> I think for some days. Jerron is like, calling Girl. it all out, like <laughs> tell how it is, though. <laughs> but I but thought yeah. that would be nice, just for just for the kids. Like we could still. They just they. I just want them to see healthy relationships and i think um you know to wrap it all up we're definitely going to have another episode with jerron because i would love to talk about um part two of you guys co-parenting dating and jerron says something very important boundaries Mm. like I yeah. think we should definitely do that. For that's sure. That's interesting. For sure. Because these vacations <laughs> we talking about and this, that, and the third. Right. You know what I'm saying? So right. What would that look like? Yeah. Who, you know? Who knows? Because yeah. we haven't done it. Right. Like we go out to eat together. So y'all sometimes. do it. And then we had an episode right, right after. <laughs> <laughs> like we go out to, to eat with the kids. Um, I think it was like a few Saturdays ago. We. I drove to Mass to go to Golden Corral. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so we, were, yeah, we were together for pretty much the whole day, and it was, yeah. it was all right. Like, cause it y'all was, friends. Yeah, it wasn't forced. Right. It wasn't. It was cool. Like, it's been. He's a good friend. He is. That's awesome. This is your turn to say I'm a good friend. <laughs> I, did it. I did it in my head. <laughs> I said it in my head. But, but yeah, so we appreciate all the listeners. We appreciate the viewers. Yes, for Please sure. Please do not forget to like, comment, and subscribe to our channel. Yes. Um, it's in our on Instagram. The link mm-hmm. is in our bio. And also, Jerron, let the people know where they can get in contact with you for the stuff that you do. Winnersblock.com. Hey, he said that with a right, chest right, out. Right, winnersblock.com. Yeah. Winnersblock.com. Your kids be walking around here and find the winners block. Like, yeah. If you want to know my story, you want to know who I am, what I do, right. winnersblock.com. That's it. That's BD right All there. Right. That's All baby right. dad. Gang, gang. Yes, baby <laughs> dad in the building. All right, guys. We appreciate you. you listening today. We'll catch y'all next time. Bye. Bye. Peace.